We're talking hoops on this edition of the Behind the You podcast, and we're joined by, what we call you, are you a sixth-year senior? I don't even know how to introduce you, Cam Mugusty. I lost track of this thing with the COVID and transfer portals and all that. Well, let's call you six-year guard Cam Mugusty joining us. Cam, thanks for doing this. Of course, of course. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. All right. So I need you to start me off right here. Don't get in too much trouble with your answer. I want, can you, I, you got to educate me. How is it that the first place team in the ACC is unranked? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> that's a, you feel me? That's a, that's a great question. That is a great question. Um, obviously I feel like we should, um, I know our fans feel like we should. Um, I'm sure teams that have played us probably feel like we should too, but I mean, you know, when you're winning, whenever you're doing something right, you you always got a target on your back. So, you know, we just kind of let it uh give us like a little chip on our shoulder and we just, oh, okay, they didn't rank us, cool. Let's just keep going. Like at the end of the day, it's gonna make them, it's gonna more make the committee or who, I don't know how they do the voting or whoever votes, it's gonna make them, it's gonna make people question them instead of questioning us if we keep winning and doing our thing and still not being ranked. And honestly, like we've We've also, we got, got like, for example, me, I don't care about a ranking. I've been to the tournament one time in my six years of college. I, I could care less about a ranking. I just want to go to the tournament. And I feel like, you know, everybody else is, has the same mindset. Like, it's just a number. As long as we make the tournament and, you know, we're playing in the third week of, of March, fourth week of March, hopefully into April, that's, you know, the big goal. And that's all we really, it's on our mind. All right, so we talked briefly before we started taping this. Uh, I, I've, I have broadcast with Miami basketball before, so I've been to the tournament. It is a special event, right? Just you, you said, I guess I assume you went with Oklahoma, correct? Yes, my sophomore year. So can you just describe what uh, if you had to describe to someone on the team who hasn't been there, right? Because it's you get on the plane, you travel to the hotel, when we went, there were people lined up waiting for us to to walk in, cheering us. They were playing the the theme music. I mean, it's just until you experience it, you don't know what it's like. But once you do, you're like, I want to go back. Yeah, um, it definitely gives you you feel like a celebrity, <laughs> honestly. Um, when you're leaving for the tournament, you know, you usually have some type of like a send off. Yeah, there's people there cheering for you getting on the bus, um, then I don't know how other schools do it, but at OU, whenever we would leave to go to the game, the cheerleaders would be downstairs cheering and the band would be playing and people would be out there cheering and clapping up for us while we get on the bus. Then like the whole process, like before the games of like, you go practice, after practice you have media. Guys interviewing people all in the locker room, different, you see in these, big cameras on three, four of your teammates, everybody getting interviewed. Like, it's just, it's a really cool, fun experience. All the good gear you get. Um, gotta have some a, gear, right? Hey, we gotta have some gear. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta throw the gear. <laughs> um, just the vibe, you know, you, for the first time, I mean, not for the first time necessarily, because obviously, you know, you have your preseason tournaments, but you may be in a city in the Midwest or, on the West Coast, East Coast, you never know where you're going to end up. And you're in this town sometimes, but most of the time the city. And it's just like, man, all these people are coming to watch us play. 
like you look up and you just see you're thinking oh it's probably not going to be that many people because you know we're not from here or it's just a tournament but no it's the tournament like it's 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 a crazy experience it's loud in there people from places you never imagined coming to your game so it's definitely a, a heck of an experience all right so let's talk about things that we've done right so we don't get ahead of ourselves we'll still, we'll pound our chest a little bit still here is there anything better than walking off Cameron Indoor, Coach K, with a W, and you just so happen to hit the game winner? Man, it still feels like it didn't happen. I remember, like, oh, no, it happened, dude. I watched it. It happened. Man, it was it was just crazy. It was like when you're a kid, you're nine, ten years old, watching college basketball. Like you watching every Duke game, every North Carolina game, every can Like those are the types of teams that you're, you know, watching consistently and constantly. You know their roster, you know who they have because they have all the top high school kids that's that are um, that going to college, and you know, just playing against them is just honestly like a, a milestone. Like you know. And it always hasn't been a, oh, yeah, I'm going to just go to Miami or go to a Power 5 school and play here and do this. It was never that um, for me, you know. I definitely had some times where I doubted myself. So it was just a dream come true. Like, and just, like, the shot, that just put everything over the dream come true. That's when it didn't even feel real, you know. So let me ask you, so let me ask you this, Cam, because you just talked about, you know, there were times you had doubt in, in doing my research for this. I read an article that was written about you, I think, in the, going from your junior to your, to your senior year of high school back in Texas. And at that point, you, you well, correct me if I'm wrong. At that point, you were still not a national recruit. You were, you were highly ranked in Texas, but you were still looking to get on the national radar. So what did you doubt? And, and di how much attention did you pay to that back then? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I got on the like, national scene my junior year of AAU. Okay. So my last year of AAU going into my senior season of high school, that's when I finally had got on the national scene. But um, man, like I said, it, it's just been a long journey. Like I wasn't, I remember my freshman year, all my friends were on varsity. I was on JV, not my friends at my school, but like my other friends that I like, you know, that I would, I felt like I was, you know, at their caliber of play life, for example. I played with Fox, De'Aaron Fox. Um, he was on varsity killing. And I was just like, man, like, yeah, he's probably better than me right now, but like, I feel like I could still do what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? But it's just all about staying down and trusting the process. And, you know, I wouldn't change anything that's happened. Like, I feel like everything from high school to college, like, I, I needed all that to, you know, make the jump that I've made to being the player I am today. So what changed that off? What changed that summer? Man, um, I got some confidence. Honestly, that's what it was. I just got some confidence. And I start and I and I stopped doubting. Like, am I good enough to do this? Am I good enough to to? Cause I actually quit basketball in middle school. Quit to play football. I'll never forget that <laughs> in eighth grade. Yep. How long that last? <sighs> Not even. It, it, it lasted like I went through the football season Now I wasn't playing basketball and all the AAU coaches were calling me like, come on, just come play. Cause this was when I was in like middle school and I had recent, like when I had quit, I had played with the defenders. So, you know, they're one of the, probably the, they, at the time we had, it was Fox. We had Carson Edwards, uh, a lot of other dudes. They don't, 
you probably wouldn't know them, but those are probably the two guys that you probably are familiar with. But yeah, we had a, we had a team, so I just randomly stopped playing. So a lot of coaches were calling like, just come on, come try it out. And I was like, man, I kind of do miss it. I guess I'll try it. And then like, I wait, miss, wait, 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 miss which part? Miss the football, miss the basketball? The basketball. So you quit, you're playing with this team with those guys. What, by the way, what position do you play in football? Uh, quarterback and receiver. And yes, I was good. I, I like, <laughs> there's dudes in the NFL that can vouch for me right now and let you know. Who? I kept who, who am I calling? Who's vouching for you? Who's vouching for you? I know, I know Rodney Anderson. He played at OU, got drafted by the Bengals. I'm not, um, not sure if he's still playing right now, but he could definitely vouch for me. His whole family, his brother, Ryder, he's going through the draft process right now. He's in the Shrine Bowl. These are guys yeah. from, these are guys from your hometown? Yep. Mm-hmm. Just, or anybody that just saw me, that seen me play. My dad was so mad when I quit football. <laughs> he was livid. Wait a second. Because the way it goes, I thought they put a basketball in your hand when you were young. Like, yeah, really young. I, really, it was. Yep, they did. Like, football and basketball were my two main sports. And I played that my whole life. Like, until I quit basketball. So that was the first, that was in seventh grade. Quit basketball. So I'm done with that. I'm going to focus on football. And then whenever I joined the, that, and then I joined the AAU team again and I fell back in love with it. And then I was just like, man, you know what? I'm tripping. Like I'm a hooper. <laughs> and then quit football in, in ninth grade and just stuck to basketball. So yeah, it was a lot of, and I really feel like I only stopped playing basketball because the, when I played on that team, the, the defenders that I was telling you about, I didn't play. So I like, I was just like, man, I guess I'm not good enough. It's hard, man. I mean, I got I got yeah. kids. I mean, they're playing. I mean, they're playing youth stuff right now. But as a parent, and I'm sure as a kid, like, what do you want? Either what do I want for my kid, or what does a kid want? They always want to play, right? And if they're mm-hmm. not playing, it's hard to watch your cut. It's hard to watch your son not play. It's hard for if you're the kid not playing. Oh um, yeah, I get. It. So you didn't play. You like you you were just not getting any time. No time. I remember we went to nationals. We're playing. Big teams I'm talking about. We played the South Carolina Ravens. They had Dennis Smith, Seventh Woods. Seventh Woods was probably the best player in the country at the time. I played maybe two minutes. And, you know, I used to play up. Like, I used to play a year up. So, me coming down to play with the with the defenders, that was, like, a big deal. It was like, oh, my God. Like, damn, they got him now? They're really unstoppable. And I just never really got into the flow, never really got into the rhythm. And I feel like I was just like, man, I'm done with basketball. I can't play this no more. <laughs> but so when you come, you- so when you come back, sorry to interrupt. So when you come back, well, for, wait, wait, let's get back to dad. So dad was upset you quit football. Oh yeah, he was mad, but he supported it because he knew, you know, my my. It was like everybody knew but me. <laughs> if that <laughs> right. makes so you had to figure it out. Yeah, I just had to figure it out. Definitely, definitely. So when you go back in the ninth, I guess in the ninth grade, you're playing, you're playing. AU, you're playing for your high school team. I'm sure you're going JV, varsity, et cetera. But when you came back, were you, because you just said it really wasn't until your senior, I mean, you were good, right? But nationally re- recruited or ranked or, you know, looked at not till your senior year. So what was ninth, 10th, and 11th grade like? You're coming back, you're doubting yourself, you, you quit the game. So are you instantaneously hooping or is that still a work in progress? Instantaneously. In eighth grade, when I started playing again, AAU, I was playing against all the top players. We was going to nationals, playing 
all the EYBL teams, all that, and I was still killing. I never, like I said, it was just me that didn't know it. Like I was always, you know, doing what I was supposed to do. I just felt like, like, for example, there were just little things in my game that I felt like I needed to fix. Like I was very offensive minded when I was younger. So that's why I know I wasn't on varsity. So I was just, I, I didn't have the defensive capability. Like I was just playing off skill and talent. So who set you right? Mm-hmm. No, who set you right? Like, oh, who's, who's, yeah, who set you right? I feel like that didn't happen until I got to Miami, honestly. Really? Yep. And who was that? Was it Coach L? Just the whole coaching staff. Like, when I was on my visit, they broke down my game. And they were like, you do. All you do is play offense. Like, you don't play any defense. You're not going to go to the NBA if you don't play no defense. You want to go to the NBA. You don't play defense. That don't make no sense. And I was like, really? It's like, you don't, you got to rebound too. I mean, I didn't say it as like, you know, open as I'm saying it, but more like as a teacher and like telling me the things and like teaching me how to become a, you know, player with um, a player to play at the next level with, you know, what I have physically, if that makes sense. Like when I was no, like, I OU, Coach Kruger, he was just like, score. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's all I was taught to do when I was younger. You know, that's every, you know, skillful guy in high school. Oh, yeah, just just go score 20. So that was like, you know, what I did. I was just like, yeah, I'm a scorer. And then once I got here and I was like, man, I can do more. Like I'm 6'5, I'm athletic. Like I can go get five some rebounds. I can go make a couple more assists. I can go guard the best guard on every team and contain them or stop them. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that's just some of the the, the stuff I learned here, and that's what I said, like all the ups and downs, trials and tribulations, it's, it was all for a reason, definitely. So how'd you receive that message when you're getting recruited by them? You know, you, de you declare that you want to leave Oklahoma. I'm sure there's a number of schools that are interested in you. You come to Miami, you're on a visit, and they're telling you nicely the things you just said, yet they're still trying to recruit you. So how'd you receive that message? Were you open to hearing that? Of course. I mean, I was very open to hearing it from Miami just because I knew that they put guards in the NBA. <laughs> so I knew they knew what they were talking about. And like all the like the people like, for example, I, ever since they've had like Shane Larkin, I kind of like just watched them. And even when I was in high school, like kept up with them. You know, I always knew Miami was like a very like a, a guard oriented school. And even when, you know, I asked DeWan, you know, before I, when the coaches called me um, and like when I was transferring, I was like, how do you like Miami? He was like, yeah, bro, come here. Like, this is a guard school. So I, I knew they knew what they were talking about. They've had guys that came there and went to the league, guys that transferred there, went to the league. So, you know, it was a no brainer. So who, who was it between at the end? Um, so I took visits to Houston and Miami. That's it. That's it. That's it. I had one scheduled for Virginia Tech, but I I went to Houston first, then went to Miami, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to Miami, <laughs> and canceled it. So what what was uh what was the what closed the door? What closed the deal? What was it about Miami on your visit? Um, just everything. It just seemed like a, a opportunity that I just couldn't say no to. Like the biggest thing for me was I wanted to go somewhere where I could develop in in my off year. And, you know, Houston has had, you know, success with, like, they had Damon Dotson, 
uh, Quentin Grimes, other guards that have came there, sat out, played, that have had success. So I wanted to, you know, go somewhere where I was like, okay, I need to go somewhere where a coaching staff knows how to develop and, you know, help a player grow to be better. Because if I'm going to sit out, I'm not just going to sit out and be the same player. I want to be better. You know, I got to take advantage of it. And it was like all the stuff they were telling me, you know, and the proof was in the pudding. Like the guys that they've had before me, Hey, so what um what'd you do that off year? So what you how hard did you work? Super hard. Every day. Me and Rodney Miller. He was with me. <laughs> Man, we worked so hard together. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's back. I feel like he's sitting right next to you. Oh <laughs> no, nah, he's not here. I'm, I'm I'm by myself right now. All right. Do you remember when Miami made contact with you? Like were you what was your reaction when when whoever I don't know who reached out, but when whenever someone from Miami reached out, do you remember what you what what, what was going through your mind? Yeah, I was definitely excited just because, like, like I said, Miami's and my it was respectable, very respectable uh, school. Um, coming out of high school, like they were Sweet Sixteen. That was at so I came out of high school in twenty yeah twenty sixteen. They went to the Sweet Sixteen, right? With, yep. with uh, I think it was Angel yeah. and uh, McClellan. Mm-hmm. And then my fresh my sophomore year, my freshman year, they had got Dewan and Bruce, and they had went what second or third round that year. I think it was the second, I think, yeah, right around there. Yeah, but you get the idea. Like, they were yeah. winning. They had good guards. They, You know what I'm saying? It was a respectable school. They were definitely on the one of the um, teams that were on the, 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 the higher seed side of the ACC, you know. So, what did you say? You mentioned Dewan before. Did you know him from the AAU circuit? Yeah, me and Dewan played together um, at a Under Armour All-American camp. He was my teammate there, so like I had followed him on Twitter, and then as soon as they called me, I was like, I gotta ask somebody about, about Miami, see see what it's really about. And he plays there, so I just asked him. Okay, so let's Cam, let's go back. I still got to go back to the high school thing, uh, the quitting, the football, all that stuff. Because I just want to kind of wrap, wrap, put some closure on the, your whole sort of developmental process. So, mm-hmm. if I was to ask you before your senior year, right after your junior year, before that summer. Hey, where's Cam Mcgusty going to end up in college? What kind of program he's going to go to? That's before you sort of took off. How do you think that would end it up? I, I'm I'm not really. Can you repeat the question? I was going to say that if I I want to go back to because right here's a guy who quit basketball right doesn't really take off till his senior year, right? You said you really didn't hit the national what? radar till your senior year of high school. Play um, or play more like. Summer, playing JV, etc. What's that? I said more of like my junior year, the end of my junior year. That high, like you know the prior to your have, senior, like, prior to your senior year. Yes, prior to my senior year. Yeah. Right, prior to your senior. Right. So up until that point, though, you were not. How would you, how would you have described like where you were on the recruiting radar? Oh, all mid majors. I didn't have any power five schools. That's right. I, yeah, I was going on visits to like Rice, SFA schools like that yeah definitely didn't have any any power five wasn't ranked I mean I was you know uh, like well known and you know throughout Houston but that was really it and then you went to Kansas right for your last year of high school yeah Sunrise Christian so what went into that um so I just felt like it was the best decision for me um for one academically I was like on the borderline of, you know, being eligible. 
And um, I just knew like, it was just a better, I'd be more focused. And then on top of that, I'd be able to play a national schedule. Um, it just felt like a better opportunity for me. You know, uh, the coaches at OU kind of recommended it to me. And I was like, uh, I want to stay at my high school. Then like, I really thought about it. My parents thought about it. We just all decided it was best for me to um, transfer there. And was, was you said, oh, you, the coaches kind of recommended it. Were you sort of, because you'd been on another podcast, I think, with Inside the U, and you had said basically the first time you stepped on campus at Oklahoma, you were, you were sold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was um, my first, like, big Power 5 school um, visit. And it wasn't even a visit. I went up there for a, a, a camp, a team camp, and my AAU team played in it. And they came and watched the game, and they started recruiting me from there. And you you fell in love right from the get-go? Yep. Like, literally. I, I, I When I got that offer, I was like, man, I kind of know I'm going there, but, like, I'm not going to – I'm going to still wait and see what else I get. <laughs> so when they give you when, – when were you offered? They were my uh, – oh, my, I think right after Texas did, yep. Right after Texas offered me, they offered me next. And I was like, man, like, those are the two schools. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're in Texas, you see the Red River. Oh, yeah. Like, those, are, that, that, those two schools in A&M, you know, I wanted to get recruited by all those schools. So it was definitely, like, exciting for me. So how do you decide between Texas and Oklahoma? That's like Miami and Florida State. Miami, Florida, and Florida State. Yeah, truth be told, my family wanted me to go to Texas. See? <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. But Cam, you held you held you held your ground. Oh yeah, my my parents support me on whatever I do. They just you know give me their their opinions and suggestions and how they feel about what's going on. But at the end of the day, everything I do is from is a decision that I make. So they say fo- football football's big in Florida, football's big in Texas. But you oh, played yeah. football. So I didn't realize you played football. So that so like how big is football in Texas and then how how does basketball compare? I mean, they're both pretty big, but football definitely like so for example, for football, all the high school games, you're playing at a college like stadium almost, basically. Like you've seen those, I'm sure you've seen those big. Have you seen those big Texas high school football stadiums? I've, yeah, the ones that look the one you're like, that's a college, right? Oh no, that's uh, that's a Texas high school. Exactly. So, like, that just alone tells you. I mean, there's a whole culture. I mean, we we sucked at football, and when everybody went to every football game and tried to support, like, yeah, football is definitely um, the the bigger, like, has a more uh, crowd than basketball does. But basketball has a pretty good crowd too. You know, I feel like Texas is a well-respected state in terms of putting out um, talent. Uh, from coaches to players. And, and last thing uh, with that, just want to go back to this. I, I, maybe you remember this, maybe you don't, but this is what I do when I get ready for these podcasts. In that article that, that I was reading about you from high school when it kind of basically said, hey, not really a national recruit to that summer, your, your junior year going into your senior year, that you were also, you said this about yourself, everything I do is nice and smooth. You you still good with that quote? Mm. <laughs> it's still nice and smooth, but I get a little dirty sometimes. I can still, I, I'm a little, um, 
my game isn't as finesse as it used to be. I definitely have the finesse side to it, but um, you know, college and NBA, you got you gotta have some grown man to your game too. I got you. You also compared yourself to Durant. Do you want to take that one back? You or you still or you want to change change that one up? My homies still call me baby Durant. Do they really? <laughs> yeah, I just feel like we play at the same like it looks slow, but it's like Oh, it, it's like, how do I explain it? It's like on TV, it looks slow. But if you were to like come and guard me, you'd be like, oh my God, that was a quick move. Yeah, I imagine if I came and guard you, it'd be, it'd be light speed. Yeah, and we're both like length, length, lengthy. And I used to be a lot more skinny in high school. So like, that's more of why they used to call me KD. I really don't, I don't think I play like him now though, no. So your baby, your baby KD. <laughs> my friends still, still. Nobody on the school, nobody on the team calls you that, do they? Oh, no. No. Do you have a nickname that we should know about? No, they just call me Cam. They just call you Cam. All right. Yeah. So the other night or the other day at Georgia Tech, did you know Trey Young was going to be there? Yeah, I had um, I had uh, hit him up a couple of days before and told him I was going to be in town and that we were going to um, that we played at twelve. And he was all right, bet cool. I'm gonna uh, see what I got going. Let and let you know if I come. So how close were you guys? You guys played, what, one year, right? Mm-hmm. One year together, yeah. And you guys were that close? Yeah, he was my roommate, so. Oh, well, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, road trips together at the house. Yeah, we're definitely close. He's a cool guy. So did you see what he, did you see what he said on, on, on social media about you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. So what, when you saw it, now, did you know that? Or what did you think when you saw it? Oh, yeah, I knew that. I mean, you know, whenever he was getting recruited, like, we, we were already, like, kind of, you know, friends and stuff before he got there. So we used to go to the gym and shoot, stuff like that together sometimes whenever we both had time. And, um, you know, he said he wanted to, uh, truth be told, in his interview, he said he wanted to play with me and Christian Doolittle. Christian Doolittle went to OU. Um, we kind of were a one-two tandem my freshman year, me and him, towards the end of conference and showed a lot of uh, potential. So, you know, that's how, that's what made Trey want to, like, come build and stay home in Norman. And then he went off for, like, how many points did he go off for his freshman year? Didn't he, uh, he didn't even need me. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. Well, did, yeah. did you did you know he was that nasty? Not at all. I'm gonna be like completely honest. I didn't. I knew he could play though. I was like, like when, whenever he said he was coming, I was like, okay, like we're we're definitely a tournament team. We definitely can be able to do something special. But man, he's he's one one hell of a player. Definitely surprised me um, a lot. But I got used to it though. Like once I. Once he had that uh, 40 ball and the PK 80, that's when I knew like, oh, yeah, he's like that. Did you have to, did you, so did you guys go one on, like, did you have to guard him in practice? Times, yeah. And how'd you, how'd you do? I, honestly, I don't remember, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Come on, man. I don't remember. <laughs> I really, I really don't, but I don't remember him just going crazy on me either. All right. They, hey, Coach L said you had to work on your defense. You sure he didn't get some shots up? See, that's the thing, though. 
he like he if he would score on me, like I could definitely score back. That's oh, what, so, so you're even at least. Yeah, I mean, uh, he <laughs> he all star, but you know, one on one's a little different. All right, gotcha. So give me something in practice or in a, an early game where you were like, oh dang, this dude's different. We talked about it whenever um Buddy came to play pickup. Him in the old Final Four team came. And him and Trey were just going at it. And Trey was, like, not missing at all. Like, it was, like, two games in a row he didn't miss. And he just pulling these threes from half court. <laughs> I'm like, damn. You're yeah. probably like, damn, I thought I was pretty good at scoring. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, damn, he could really play. And then after the 40 ball, I was like, okay, like, he's league, like, lottery pick. So like, weren't I imagine like, weren't you like standing in the corner somewhere like, yo Trey, I'm open. Come on, man, pass it to me. I'm open. Everyone's guarding you. I'm open. Build, 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 build your assist numbers. Uh, yeah, but that, that really wasn't my game. So I really struggled at the beginning of the season a little bit, but I, I found my rhythm eventually towards the end and was able to 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 contribute. But um, Trey's he just. He's so good at making the right read. It's like you want him to make every play, like, on the court when he has the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, a, his screen and roll, like, percentage is so high. So, like, that's probably that's the best way to play with him, you know, if that makes sense. No doubt. So, why would you end up leaving? Um, I just wasn't uh, – me and Coach Crew weren't seeing eye to eye. That's – Enough Long said. Story. Yeah, just we, we just didn't see eye to eye the way everything went down. Like my sophomore year, like we just didn't. I just needed a change of scenery. Time you know? to go. Time to come to sunny South Florida. Yeah, exactly. And you know when you're you you know yourself. So I I just knew I wasn't invested in. I just wasn't having fun anymore on the court. So at that point, it was like it's time to go somewhere else. And I don't know who the head coach was, but Lincoln Riley or Bob Stoops didn't try to get you over to play football. You know, say, hey, you did it before. Why don't you come do it again? <laughs> no, nah, they never. I stopped <laughs> football in ninth I'm grade, just kidding. So. I'm just yeah. kidding. So how about you and Coach L? You guys see eye to eye? Of course. Um, man, Coach I mean, L is why I play with so much confidence. Like, he really – just the way – that's the reason why our team plays with so much confidence. Like, that's he gives us com- so much confidence. And he's so – he's always positive. And he's a teacher. Like, he's a real teacher of life and basketball. Like, he does a good job of incorporating, you know, life lessons with the basketball. Like, our seven habits on the weekend. We have to read these seven habits before practice starts. And it's from the book, um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And what is what do you appreciate? Uh, well, maybe what else do you appreciate most about him now you know, that you've got to know him over the last four years as opposed to just your visit when they're, you know, they're talking to you, they're encouraging you, they want you to come. But now that you spent four, you've basically spent a full college career with him, what else do you most appreciate about him? Um, I would say his positivity. Like, I there, there's been so many times where I've seen, like, I'd be like, I'm like, how is he so calm in this situation? <laughs> like, I'd be going crazy if that happened to me. But, um, yeah, his positivity, he's always positive. He's always, you know, uplifting. He's 
he's what 72 73 and like comes to practice every day amped up he just loves basketball he comes did you watch the game last night that's all he does is watch basketball and think basketball and and try to be the best coach he can he, he, he can be so I just love his positivity and energy like that's that's one of the biggest um traits that I like about coach Joe I agree. Now he was on the podcast and I'm going to put you on the spot. I think you're going to nail this. What is ACC, not Atlanta coast conference, but what does ACC stand for, for your team? <laughs> I had two commitment in class. Yeah. I knew you were going to nail it. I knew you were <laughs> going to nail it. There's no way you couldn't be here four years and not know that. Oh yeah. Well, of course I know that one. I learned that on my visit. <laughs> hey, listen, you talked about life lessons. So I got, I got a, uh, I want to, I want to, I want you to confirm something for me and then see if we can, we can kind of work on, on something together. So my source, AKA Joe, Joe Z, my, my, my old partner in crime before the Virginia tech game, I think the night before does, does, does coach L he, he calls Joe Z up, right. To talk to you guys. And he played a bunch of his, his clips from the games, right? Yep. What'd you guys think of that? Um, we thought it was really cool. Cause it's like, that's something like as a player, you don't ever really get to see. And, um, the message, like the theme and the message for Coach L, for his, his message that he gave out to us, because every time we have like a um, team dinner and then watch film before he just talks to us about the game plan or, you know, does stuff like that. And he was just talking about like being independent and how everybody has to rely on each other to do our jobs in order to be successful. And then like, it was just cool to see like all the other, you know, aspects of what goes into the game. And it made us appreciate Joe Z and it just gave us like, you know, a connection. He's the man. I'm going to tell you, he is the man. He is. He is. It's just, I was just like, man, he, he does such as he does his job so well. And he's so like into it and amped up. And I didn't know he's been here for so long. Yeah. No, he's been around forever. He loves it. Loves calling the games. Like for him, like for you, whatever your best offensive move is, right. Your, your, your go-to is like him calling the game is like his craft. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's art. Uh, they, did they play in that? I don't know what clips they put together, but did they, did they play your shot against Duke? Um, I believe so. Mm -hmm. We did the shot against Duke and we did some other, um, some other like uh, highlights. Well, not highlights, but I guess you could say. No, highlights, highlights. That's the good, yeah. that's the right word. Of, of him um, talking about it. So. All right, last couple things for you, uh, Cam. By the way, on the, on the Duke, by the way, speaking of that, um, the game winner against Duke, I watched it this morning. On that, when you were on that play, on that shot, there's no way you were passing that ball, right? <laughs> um, not the honestly, way, not, not from what I, not how it looked to me as you were taking the ball to the hoop. It was, I thought it was, I'm, it's my, my time, my team, my shot, and I'm, I'm going to power my way through. Yeah, I definitely, um, as soon as I was able to get to the basket and see the lane, I was like, oh, this is a free, this is a free one. This is a layup. I'm going to just have to finish over this contact. But, you know, if like the defense helped over, someone was trying to take a charge or like if there was somebody open, I definitely would have kicked it. I, I got the, like, I got the utmost faith in all of my teammates. You know, I don't, I wouldn't doubt anybody taking a, um, a last second shot. Honestly, like Charlie Moore. Exactly. Like we, we, had <laughs> four, we had like four game, people hit game winners. 
or go ahead buckets. Where were you on? Where were you in Blacksburg? Where were you on the court? I tried to catch Charlie. Then he ran <laughs> to the room. He put his hand up. So I'm like, okay, I guess we're going to the locker room. We run into the the tunnel. The Charlie just stops and just starts saying all types of stuff. And then we just tackle him. I was a little bit of everywhere. That I gotcha. made I was so I was so exhausted after. Because I was yeah, already well, trying to game. And that's a good all, one. Go ahead. That just, that just drained all my energy. I got you. Hey, so why, so why, you mentioned it before, three years, you know, first year you sat out, two years, you know, a lot of losing, a lot of injuries, guys have come and gone, it's been hard. Why is this team different? Um, I just think our togetherness and obviously the injuries, like, we've had the same lineup, I think, every game, but one or two. So just our, like I said, our togetherness and just, you know, knowing we're one of those teams where we're independent, like everybody has a job, everybody has to do their job and do it to the best of their ability. And if they don't, we're going to lose. So at the end of last year, right, you're down to like six scholarship guys in the ACC tournament. Mm -hmm. When you made your decision to come back, you, you tested the draft waters. What do you, what do you think was possible? I'm sure some of the, I'm sure some of, that you know what my last year would be like had to factor into it or not you tell me but you know like you said it was it had been a hard three years what were you hoping for this year um just then coming back to school yeah once I decided, yep yeah honestly i knew i had a lot of confidence for one because of just what we did in the tournament and also i just knew like if we stayed healthy I, did, I felt like we could be one of the better teams in the ACC, honestly. Like, it was – there was nobody – Virginia Tech was really the only team that was coming back with their full – with their team from last year, and they were good last year. You know what I'm saying? Still good this year. I don't think their record tells how good they are, if we're being honest. But, yeah. So, I was just like, man, there's really no clear front runners. Um, I just – our core guys kind of figured it out towards the end. We can stay healthy this year. There's no way we're going to get, we're, we're going to deal with injuries three years in a row. Let me just, let's see what happens. Let me just go all in and, and, and try it again. And did you, did you and Zay talk about it at all? Cause you both went through the process together. Um, yeah, we, we always used to talk about it. Um, our general consensus for everything was just, you know, as like, obviously, like, he had a year to where, like, he could have, I really felt like, you know, there, there was no reason why he shouldn't have got drafted after the year he had last year. But, um, so I would understand if he was going to leave, but, you know, our biggest thing was, you know, if we were to come back, this is like before everything happened, just building off what we did last year and like, you know, learning from, because like I said, we figured it all out in the ACC tournament. It was just too late, but we at least knew what where to start and how to build off of that. If that makes sense, no doubt. What'd you learn? So what you said you figured out? What'd you figure out? Would you what the um, team figure out? I should say. We just figured out how hard we have to play. Like we just have to exert ourselves on defense for one, and we have to make each other better. Like it can't be all right. I'm gonna just go ISO, then you go ISO then you go ISO, like, let's have not a system, but 
because coach coach L, all, most of the offense they're all free flowing it's just all reads it's all it's nothing like okay you're gonna do this and you're gonna curl and pass to him and he shoots it it's never like that it's all action free flowing action so we just knew that if we found each other if we found a way to get everybody on the same page and play with each other that the sky was the limit because on defense you know we're gonna exert ourselves and play harder than than the other team and that's just how we knew to win how much has charlie helped that oh man i think charlie's the best point guard in acc to be honest. so i guess he's helped a, pretty, so i guess he's helped a lot <laughs> that's a bold statement that is that's okay but that's okay that's just really how i feel like he's a he's a mixture of a pure point guard that can that can also score and it's just just the way his range just makes our offense so much more like free-flowing like people have to guard him so far out and so deep when they close out and if they don't he can hit those shots and at the same time it's not like he's just going to take it in and try to shoot it every time half of the more than half the time he's you know making the decision or making the pass making the assist or the pass to the assist and, and then you got slow. your man, Mr. Ward, you got your man, Mr. Wardenberg, dishing dimes out there at the top of the key. Man, sounds so skilled and, and, and talented, like and, and versatile. Like some nights we ask him to guard a seven foot, two fifty center. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know he's making his time difficult because he can spread the floor, but at the same time he's busting busting his tail on defense, fronting the guy, making sure he doesn't catch the ball. Last and couple things. Oh, go ahead, Kenny. What? They super athletic and will dunk on you if you let them. <laughs> hey, we were talking briefly uh, before we started, and you just said, "Hey, man, you know we're in, we're we're in a good place as a team." And, and what I mean by that is like everything around the team, right? Just the fans, the support, the energy, the crowd. Like how? I guess I want people to know how tangible that is for you guys as players so that they know how important they can be the rest of the year? Man, just looking at Josie as an example, like I feel like that really made, like inspired us just to hear our radio guys just have so much enthusiasm and yelling and just knowing that people are behind us and knowing that we have someone that has our back, that just means a lot. And that's why, you know, we're so close-knitted as a group because we know we have each other's back. I know I don't have to worry because my guy's going to do what he has to do. So all I got to do is worry about me. I worry about what I got to do and my job to make everything better. And I know if I text my video guy, Joe, like I usually do when I have like a big matchup or a guard that can really score it, I bet, can you send me his, all his mix? Boom, I'll get that back in in an hour max. So it's just, you know, being just having all that and just knowing everybody's invested in you and, and ready for you to do, wishing you to do good. It just, it just makes everything easier. And you it's guys feel it, positive. right? You know it. You know it's out there right no. now. Exactly. You know it. You feel it. I know if I go tweet again and say pack the watt, people are gonna come pack the watt. All right, no problem. You want to tweet that right now? Why don't you tweet pack the watt? Say I'm taking this podcast with Josh, and and we need to pack the watt tomorrow. <laughs> I got you. All right. Hey, Cam, I appreciate it, man. You've been great. Thanks for the time. I told you, I don't know how long these things go. They go as long as you let me. You've been great. Yeah. 
I'm gonna tell Josie how much how much you think about him. I'm gonna get him. We're gonna get him a good call for you. We gotta get him a good call for you. I, I'm definitely gonna think of something. I'll let you know. Well, we love to see it, man. And when, when when you guys are balling, it's it's awesome to see. I appreciate you doing this, Cam. Thanks for making the time. Yeah, thanks for having me.